Hi, I'm Karen. Hi, I'm Shintan. We are the hosts of the Unconventional Voices podcast. Our podcast is about demystifying the current academic landscape, all while exploring innovative approaches to thrive academically and professionally. Let's get it started. Welcome to this episode of the Unconventional Voices podcast. I'd like to first give a shout out to all of our listeners, including the ones in Europe, the US, and Canada. So we're watching the analytics and we're really enjoying uh, and we're really surprised by the fact that we have a lot of listeners all around the world. So thank you. Thank you exactly. for listening. Thank you. Merci. Xie <laughs> So Last week, if you missed last week's episode, we talked about choosing an academic advisor or an academic supervisor. And this week, we'll be talking about changing an academic advisor. But I also want to talk about changing committee members. Oh, I like that topic because, well, that's basically what happened to me. <laughs> it happened to me too. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, it did. So maybe you can start by sharing your experience first and then I'll share mine. Okay, so I had a committee. In our university, the way it works, we do the comprehensive exams and we have to defend our comps. And when we're defending, we're defending in front of a committee. Mm -hmm. And I had completed my, um, my comprehensive exams. Everything was going well. And then came the moment to defend. I was ready for my defense. I felt pretty good about my comps, yeah. my answers to my, my two questions, if I remember correctly. Yes, it was choose, two questions. There was yeah. three, but choose two. Mm -hmm. I felt pretty confident. I came up, I, I talked, I defended. Then they asked me questions. Then I got the evaluation and I passed. But one, there's there's four committee members. So one is your academic advisor. Yeah. And the three others are some people from your faculty within um, your field of study. Mm -hmm. So my academic advisor passed me. Two out of the three other committee members passed me and one failed me ah. and wasn't happy about my answer. But eventually they convinced the individual mm -hmm. to, they showed the individual that I had met the criteria, mm -hmm. so I passed overall. But at that point, I asked myself, if the three of the four committee members passed me with excellent grades and this one person failed me, and I mean the other three had given me like exceptional grades, mm -hmm. and this one person failed me, do I want this person on my committee supporting me and advising me? I feel like when you're doing your graduate study, you really want to have somebody to support you along the way. Exactly. And I felt that support from the three out of the four. So the fourth one, I had to make the tough decision of whether to keep that person or to remove that person, and I made the decision to remove that person. Yeah. So the steps I took was I talked to my academic advisor. We set up a meeting. It was mm -hmm. very uncomfortable, <laughs> very uncomfortable because we had to tell that person, you're no longer part of our... Like, I, I do not feel that you're the best fit for my committee, but my, my, my academic supervisor was there. Anyways, we had like a 30-minute meeting and then I, I, that's, that was the end of that person's <laughs> role on my committee. Wow. How about you? <laughs> I feel like my story is much more, how to say, <laughs> there are more plots and more, <laughs> what's the word, climax or like peaks? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it was a, it was a different story, but a similar experience. Uh, it's regarding my comprehensive exam as well. I actually failed one of my answers and okay. it was 
actually uh, the professor I trusted the most who failed me. Anyway, I don't have anything negative to say about any of them, even at that moment, because I knew it would be a great learning experience for me. But it's really the struggle and the the extra time I have to spend. On the entire process to rewrite supplementary answer, and then at the same time you will need to wait again for your oral defense and things like that. So the stress, the the, the struggles were really something I was not very happy with.、Mm-hmm. But overall, I feel like yes, I do agree. It was a learning experience. I'm actually getting to know more scholars in the field, and I'm also having some. Additional thoughts on my own topic, so that's the good side of the story. But then, after that, I feel like maybe there's something wrong with how I work with the entire committee. So I actually took a bolder action. I actually switched to a different advisor. I first approached to the other professor because we have been working together on. Quite some other projects,、uh, even before I switched to her, and she said yes. And then I was like, okay, that's a great start. But now it come, it came the, the the part I have to confess or talk to my own advisor about what happened. So, and at that time I was actually in China, <laughs> not in、uh, Canada because、uh, of the pandemic. Then I was there for half a year doing everything remotely.、Um, so I emailed my advisor and. You know,、um, my previous advisor, he's great, and he's probably the best person to guide me in the topic that I'm doing. And I trusted him. I I liked him, and I even until this date, I don't have anything negative to say about him. But it's just like I feel like、mm, the compatibility between us is probably one thing that bothers me a little bit. So for me, I feel like I'm the kind of person who needs a little bit handholding,、uh, who needs、mm-hmm. a bit. Extra support. Who needs some person to kind of like push me and remind me? Oh, here's what you need to do.、Uh, where are you at in terms of this project or that project? So my previous advisor, he gives me all the autonomy, and sometimes he's slow in responding to emails, things like that. So for me, I feel like that kind of style is not very compatible with how I work. And not to mention, you know, all the stress you have when you are waiting for his response. <laughs> Uh, when it comes to something relating to your、uh, study, because you do want to go forward、mm-hmm. uh, in your study, so when I emailed my previous advisor that I would like to switch to a different professor just to see how I can, you know, work with them,、uh, that's I think that's the wording in the email, and it was magical because he almost immediately replied to me, which was like something that will never happen before. So I, I, I at that. Point. I was like, okay, you can actually reply fast, or I don't know, maybe it's just like a matter of urgency or things like that. So anyway, after I talked to my advisor、uh, about the switching decision, he did actually uh, uh, said, okay, do you think we should talk to see if there's anything that we can, both of us can do to actually、uh, streamline things or、mm-hmm. amend things.、Mm-hmm. Um, But at that point, I was really, really determined because I do want to move along. I do want to go forward. So I actually refused、mm-hmm. <laughs> that proposal of meeting from him. And then after that, I actually switched my entire committee. Wow,、um, totally different person. 
And honestly, looking back, if I'm reflecting on this whole experience, I, I I would actually say that was a good decision I was making at that time. We make decisions pretty much every day, all the time, mm-hmm. and. You know, sometimes you don't know what the repercussions of the decisions are, but you do have to make the decision at that specific moment. So for me, I don't regret uh, switching to an entire new committee because it turns out they trusted the work I produce, and I was actually quite faster after my comprehensive exam, my proposal, and my ethics approval. They came quite. Fast, so for that, I feel like I'm not regretting that decision I made. But here, we're just trying to say that you know, switching advisors, switching committees, it's very normal, and it yeah. happens probably to all PhD students at one point. And mm-hmm. I think uh, even uh, one of the professors in my committee, he actually said he did the same thing when he was doing his PhD. Okay. So I mean, like this is not something. That is not supposed to be. It's not taboo. Yeah, exactly. It's not not a taboo. taboo. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, Maybe two, two to three things that you mentioned. Like, I like that you're self-aware, and that you were self-aware enough to realize that your supervisor at the time was not maybe the best fit for what you needed. So Mm -hmm. he didn't like they didn't meet your needs. And also, usually, like in job interviews, they they always ask you how do you handle difficult situations or how would you handle like give us an example of a difficult Mm -hmm. situation. And I mean, as PhD candidates and students, that is a very difficult situation to deal with. It's very Very uncomfortable, unnerving, but you grow from that experience. You grow in in terms of your you you grow academically and you grow professionally as well. I agree. So I think it's part of the growing pain of being a PhD, switching committee members or switching advisors like you did. And I've come across several PhDs in my time Mm -hmm. who had switched supervisors and committees and committee members. So like we said, it's not taboo. It's not definitely. Also, I think this reminds me of one thing, uh, like uh, I think uh, she was the program director in, in, in my program, mm-hmm. she said, uh, when you are a PhD student, when you are doing your postgraduate studies, consider all the professors yeah. you are working with yes. as colleagues, mm-hmm. not your you know superiors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're your colleagues. So basically, you really need to make sure that the dynamic between you and the, your advisor and your committee are, are something positive, something that could help you, I like the word, we constantly use thrive, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, really, if you think it as more like a co-worker, colleague kind of relationship, I guess that could ease some of the nervousness when we have to you know, approach to our advisor saying, oh, hey, I think I want to try working with another professor. <laughs> yeah, and you really it's really important to find the best fit. And, and I think this conversation today really puts emphasis on the importance of finding a, a professor or supervisor that is the best fit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, your advisor should be someone who's always giving you um, constructive, constructive feedback and at the same time, I think it's also very important uh, for that supervisor or that advisor to always encourage you, to motivate you, to give you positivities. <laughs> and, and takes you to the finish line. To exactly. the fin- to, and, and if you know like that you need somebody who responds quickly or who 
is a little bit more hand-holding in order yeah. to get you to the finish line. You have to be aware of your needs and you have to be aware of the person who best fits your needs or best meets your needs to get you to the finish line. Exactly. Can I... Yes. Can I switch conversations really yeah. quickly? Yes. Unless you wanted to add one more thing. No, no. No? Okay. Yeah. Um, before we started the podcast episode, um, our listeners might have noticed something a little different. Yeah? What's that? Our sound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like our sound. <laughs> we, we, we've upgraded a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean, I like the, the sounds uh, today because it's so much better. And Absolutely. Can, yeah. can yeah. you tell us why? What happened? We've upgraded. <laughs> we, we, in the past, we were um, recording the podcast episodes using Zoom because we always listen to our episodes afterwards. Like Zing Ten listens to edit and I listen just to listen because I really like listening to our episodes. Um, and I was like, I really hate our sound. <laughs> so I'm so happy. And, and that's when he told me um, there's podcast facilities available at our university so we could use them. And I was like, let's do it. And here yeah. we are today, and I'm super excited. <laughs> Me too. And like I said, I really like the sound that is coming through today. And uh, we're growing. We are improving. Before we sign off, I just have two things. Yep. Just a reminder for everyone who is listening to follow us on Instagram. What's our Instagram address? Okay, so our Instagram is everything in one word, the unconventional voices. And on Facebook? <laughs> Same thing. And we have a website, www.theunconventionalvoices.com. So there's three places where you could follow us, Instagram, Facebook, and our website. And also, next week, we have a special episode with a special guest. But I don't want to say who it is. But it's a topic that we'll be addressing that is not addressed very often in the realm of academia. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be exciting. So I hope everybody tunes in. It's going to be very exciting. <laughs> All right. So stay tuned for our future episodes. And thank you for listening. 